Jargon and Hubs with the 1220 Snubs, the podcast that only the informed Power Alley listeners choose. Worst we've ever seen. You're kidding me. No. Worst as in? In the history of numbers. Yeah, that's lower than I thought. Hello, welcome to another Jargon and Hubs in the 1220 Snubs. I'm Jimmy Johnson, alongside my co-host, Eric Carlson. How you doing, bud? It's been a while. It has been uh, 29 days by the count on my rundown here, so almost a month. Yeah. This is what happens when you almost a month vacation, summer vacation for the both of us, and uh, yeah, not bad. Finishing out the summer nicely. Now we're kind of getting back into busy season for work, for me anyways. I don't know about you. For me too. Oh, it's crazy. College, college sports have started, so that's why I've just been going crazy last week was when you said now nah, you didn't want to do snubs i'm like you know what i'm okay i don't want to do it either even though there are plenty of great snubs to talk about but before we get into some of the five snubs we picked over those 28 days i just want to preface this just in case it happens during this podcast you know me i put a lot into this i you know produced those stingers i love our production value i'm willing to turn off my heater and my air conditioning because it's, it's right next to me I, I add water to my fish tank so the little drips don't drip. It goes all the way up so that way I don't have the water sound. Okay, that's new to me. But out of my control here is a cricket I've been trying to find in this basement for the last week. I can hear it. I cannot find it. So you're probably going to hear it during this podcast. And I'm going to do my best to not get angry because every time I hear it, I just... I go a little bit more crazy. I just, I want to find this cricket. I cannot find it. You need to find it and record it and incorporate it into some of our segments when we have awkward silence. Yeah, maybe maybe it will just come at the perfect time during this during this podcast. I That would be fantastic. It literally started going right there, too. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's go into our podcast, starting with number five. Five. There's five, sir. That's five. Yes, sir. Number five. Number five. Pots Maverick on alert five. Coming in at number five this week is the Orioles season in one play. Cue the cricket. He's right there. You can hear him. I can hear him at least. Anyway, there was a notification that went out to fans who, you know, get score updates. And that notification said, Russell Martin strikes out. Two runners score. What? Like, come on. this This is what happened during this play. Dylan Bundy, bases loaded, two outs, gets Russell Martin to strike out. But the ball got away from Pedro Severino. And Bundy apparently is done with his season because he did not cover home. And two players ran home to score runs. Uh, this this does just shout 2019 Orioles. It, yeah. I mean, that's 2019 season for a couple of teams. I, mean, I was just uh, seeing the highlights um, of the Orioles game today. And again, you know, lack of communication between... Low lights, low lights. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. The low lights. Um <laughs> An easy pop-up on the third base foul side and just the catcher and the third baseman basically just staring at each other and it drops. Um, Minimal effort. It's just – and the announcer was just so, so done with it. Um, I don't know. I mean the Orioles is is full of young guys and what reason do they have to play? They're terrible and there's really no threat of them being sent down because what are they going to do? There's no other alternative, so they're going to keep playing regardless of how terrible they are. They are 49-101 and 101 right now, and it's hard to believe that this is better than last year. And still better than the Detroit Tigers this year. Yeah, I, well, they're, they're at 104 losses, but still, yeah, those two teams... Their winning percentage is really... under 300. Under yeah, 300! It, it's, it's, it's really bad, and... 
you know, I, you kind of you kind of mentioned just there by saying them sent down. I'm sure you were talking about the players. Could you imagine if we ever got to? This is just coming right off the top of my head right here. Could you imagine if we ever got into a system like? Uh, international soccer mm-hmm. where we had relegation. relegation. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, could you could 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 you imagine that? Like, teams actually having to make sure they fight at the end of the season just to, m- to keep themselves out of yeah. Triple can you imagine, yeah. Can you imagine the Orioles all of a sudden their whole team demoted? Oh Jesus! Oh, that'd be. I, I I'd really feel bad for fan bases. It's it's hard for America, like in American sports and American sports fans, to kind of fathom that because we don't have that at any level of any of the professional sports in America. But I, I've always wondered what it would be like to cheering for a team that's in the professional ranks, and then all of a sudden finding out, oh, guess what? They can't compete there next year because they stank so bad. I mean, part of me would be for it. I it's it's painful to kind of go through the motions for some of these teams at the end of the year. And I mean, the Orioles and Tigers in particular are just so bad that they're not even going to play spoiler. I mean, it's just it's that atrocious. So some of the other teams, you know, they're out there. They're still fun to watch. And I know in the in the waning weeks, they may shut down pitchers and stuff to to guard young arms and whatnot. And that's fine. I get it. But you know, if you can't field a team that you feel is is going to go out there and at least have an opportunity, however slim, to win, but it, neither of those teams have any claim to that whatsoever. Well, I guess the good news for Orioles fans is this past year we've seen the Orioles do something that they've never done before, and that's throw some money into the international uh, in an international pool and actually buy some players, make some good bids on some players. So, uh, you know, maybe they're maybe they're starting to. F- you know, build up for the future, get a couple bigger bids out there for some bigger players. And who knows, maybe they'll go out to Hollywood and bid on something really cool, like a Darth Vader mask. Four. Uh, wait, you don't think I can remember four numbers? I didn't want salmon. I said it four times. Coming in at number four, do you want to own a Darth Vader helmet? Do you want to own the Darth Vader helmet? I mean, it's okay that mine's not movie quality, but yours could be. If you go out September 25th. Wait, what are you doing on September 25th? You want to meet me in LA and make a bid for this helmet? Uh, I think I have a performance evaluation with my boss. My annual performance review is that day, so it'd probably be looked at poorly. But otherwise, I'd be into it. I mean, that's a good excuse to get out of it. Hey, I've got to bid half a million dollars, which is what that helmet is expected to what? go for. Uh, yeah, I mean, hey, it's Darth Vader's helmet. I mean, what would what would you do with that? I I don't even know. I mean, inevitably it would end up on, you know, the head of one of my toddlers. So <laughs> put that thing down. It's half a million dollars. That's, that's my retirement. That's, that's your college education. Put it down. Put it down now. I hope they open this auction up with what is thy bidding, my masters? I mean, if if the auctioneer does not say that, the guy should be fired. It should be fired on the spot. I, you know, I mean, it would be the obvious movie reference. Uh, Jim wouldn't get it. Mike would find it hilarious. Yeah, I mean, you there's really only few moments in life where quotes like that work perfectly, and that would be one of them. You absolutely have to take that opportunity. 
Yeah, you have to do that. So, what were you going to say? You had something to say here. Yeah. So when we were, when I was looking at this on the rundown and stuff, I, I was thinking about it, and it, it got me thinking a little bit about hockey. I'm Canadian. It happens, um, you know, and how much fun they have with their the the goalie masks. And I'm sure that there's been out there, you know, there's Star Wars themed goalie masks for somebody somewhere. Uh, I can't think of one off the top of my head, but I guarantee you, it's out there. It exists. So I was thinking, you know, I know MLB is really tight about their uniform policies and, you know, to the point where they've only recently gotten, you know, to the point where shoes can be fiddled with a little bit uh, and you can have some fun there. How much fun would it be if, say, I don't know, Gary Sanchez, the New York Yankees, the Evil Empire, Darth Vader, if he had the the hockey style mask with a Darth Vader uh, style paint job. That'll only be acceptable once we have Robo Umps and C-3PO standing right behind him. I Yes, yes. I hadn't thought it through to that extent, but that is perfect. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, that's... That's where I go. Uh, that's where I go when I think of these things. Also, just want to throw out also for sale at this auction. I don't know if you took a look at the article, the Moon Buggy from Moonraker. So we can also get that into MLB. Forget those bullpen carts. Yep. Let's go drive one of our thirty million relievers in September from the bullpen all the way to the mound in one of the Moonraker uh, Moon Buggies. Mm-hmm. And then also the uh, Kate Winslet dress from uh, from Titanic is also going to be for sale i'm not sure where we'd i don't know where we'd fit that in but yeah i'm not sure where we'd fit that in either but there was just one of the many things on the list there were a couple other random things from hollywood on sale for this auction but nevertheless i'm not going to read through them all i'm getting a little hungry so let's move on to number three and talk about barbecue because i am good at three things those are three pretty good things <laughs> hey well, that last one's pretty cool what was the third one now, I've already done one of those today, so what's the other one going to be, huh? Coming in at number three, we're going to talk some ribs and barbecue. And now, I'm just going to preface this right now. First of all, this was a whole list of topics on one day at Snub, so I just grabbed them all and threw them here because we might as well. I love ribs. I have a question about that uh, because I didn't, I didn't hear this episode. So was this just, you know, a Mike solo episode where he just talked about barbecue for three hours? Because I could see. Oh no, no, no! But they did. They did talk about having a show fully dedicated in the off season. I think. It, I think the preface is, if there's not a bunch of signings or something like that. So if there's a some kind of like a boring winter meetings or something like that, they will have a whole day of barbecue. So it's on. It's on the players and and the owners to sign and have good contracts and all that stuff, so that way you can talk about all those great things. Instead of barbecue, but you know what? I'm kind of rooting for barbecue. I I'm in on that because that w- that would be one heck of a show. Now that said, I, reading some of these, so one of the one of the options was fat cat fat cap up or down brisket rub Texas crutch cheating. So I don't I don't know what any of that is. I had to Google. So this is where I'm just going to jump in. I love ribs. I love barbecue sauce. I love all that. Like. I, why do we have to argue over what's right and what's wrong? Let's just eat. It's good stuff. Like I, I, this is a whole, I'm going to make this a whole food topic. Like people get so angry about certain things like, Oh, why do you do this with that? Why do you, well, you can't have a burger at breakfast and like, who cares? Just let people eat. Food's good. Who cares? Like if you don't like dry rub, then don't yell at somebody. If they don't dry rub their ribs, maybe somebody likes sauce, let them go. 
I mean, eat what's enjoyable. I, I can't disagree. Yeah. I can't disagree with that. I mean, I know the great barbecue debate rages on in, in America, and there's and some of those don't even recognize certain types of barbecue as barbecue. They say that's not even yeah. actually barbecue. So stop talking about it right now. Um, you know, I I I can't say that I'm knowledgeable about all of the different types of barbecue that America has to offer. I can tell you that Canada isn't known for its barbecue. We like to barbecue. We like to be outside. You know, I've barbecued in (laughs) January uh, personally. So, you know, it happens, but we're just more in in the grilling kind of stage of things. Not so much in in actual barbecue uh, cuisine. That said, I do like a drier rib when I have them. And I do like a, uh, let's say I'm going to get this wrong and somebody's going to, correct me. Um, I do like a more vinegar based sauce. Um, so I think that's Carolina barbecue, um, as opposed to kind of the thick sweet sauces. I like a little bit thinner, a little bit more, uh, vinegar to it. That's my yeah. personal preference. Uh, I probably butchered that all, but uh, who knows? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm more of the uh, sweet thicker. Like I, I don't know. It probably, I'm going to say it, but who knows? I'll probably get yelled at by the same people <laughs> that are yelled at you. Sweet baby rays. Like, I put that stuff on a lot on oh, my barbecue. I love that stuff. But I was going to jump in and say, also, this falls in the same kind of lines with uh, buffalo wings. Like, you talk to anybody from Buffalo and you tell them that you had a buffalo wing, they would just be like, it's not a buffalo wing. It's not for buffalo. Like, that's how, like, I'd say, I guess they talk, but nevertheless. Only- like, if you don't eat a wing that's from buffalo, it's not a buffalo wing, apparently. I see. I, it, it I'm not. I'm not mind. a chicken wings guy. Never have been. So I've never waded what? into that debate. The only food debate that I will really get in it with people about is bagel debate because the Montreal bagel is superior to the New York bagel every time. I will stand on that one. I didn't even know there was a bagel debate. Oh, my friend. <laughs> oh wow, wow! I didn't know that. We might need to. We might need to have a little bit of a powwow between new york and montreal well, i feel one. like this is a reason to get the expos back in because then we can have you know we can create a rivalry between the expos and and the mets again we can we can bring something provided there in the national league of course bring that back and we can you know have a good bagel debate there well hey did you not remember about the yankees it could be either league it could be, but you know, it's it's more likely that we'll see the the Expos uh, and the uh, Mets being National League East. Oh, then may, who knows? Maybe the mercy rule will come into effect. That's gonna happen when Montreal comes back. I'm sure. Let's talk about that at number two. Why did two orders, Colonel? I should have yelled two. Two in the box. Ready to go. We be fast and they be slow. At number two, this was a topic maybe like two weeks ago. I guess there was a story that came out about it. I forget the exact details on it. But nevertheless, the mercy rule was talked about perhaps after seven innings. If it's a 15-run game, maybe the game should be over. Uh, you know, I'm not opposed to this because, because you know, 15 runs at that point. Because, <laughs> you know, who, who knows? 15 runs at that point, the you know, game's basically over. But nevertheless, I feel like you, you wouldn't be able to do it because of the certain situations that could come into play. What if the other pitcher is throwing a no-hitter or a perfect game? I mean, are you going to stop the game then because you've reached the mercy rule? Uh, you, can't, you can't tell the team that's getting killed to say, hey, can you stick around so this pitcher can finish off a perfect game? So to me, that's where the rule would fall short and we wouldn't be able to do it. But that said, with the number of lopsided games that we've seen this year, the couple, you know, that, that maybe we... 
it'd be nice to see those ones end a little early. See, and I'm opposed to that. The game's nine innings. Play the nine innings. Um, you know, the last few innings, you know, you get your bench guys in for an at-bat or two. Um, you know, you shake some rust off some of those folks. The only thing that really where it becomes problematic is you got to navigate your pitching staff. Uh, you end up with position players pitching, which you know I find kind of amusing sometimes. But if it's happening that regularly, it's not good for those players who aren't used to pitching it's injury prone and that type of stuff, but you got to play through. I mean, if you're down 15 runs, I mean, it ain't over till it's over and all the other cliche bits and pieces of it. Um, I don't know. Plus there's a, there's a lot of fun that happens. I'm with, I think we shouldn't have it. I just, I can see the argument for it, but I was that, you know, we've talked about this before. I was fortunate to, you know, in the off season when I picked out my one game to go see Bryce Harper play for the Phillies, I picked the one where they lost 16 to two to the Dodgers. And, oh, I mean, it was, it was a hard game to watch through, through six innings and then in the seventh, eighth, and ninth, I had my friend and I had so much fun. I mean, because Roman Quinn came out the pitch, we're all laughing. Like the Dodgers fans who were on everybody earlier in the game are at a point where okay, it's over. We can now joke around and have fun. Like everyone had so much fun who stayed. Those who stayed had a blast. So even even in those situations, yes, obviously people are going to turn the game off here and there, but some who are going to stick around to see Roman Quinn pitch for the first time. I will say that if it came down to a question of do we take the mercy rule or the shenanigans with the runner on second to start extra innings past the 11th or whatever that was talked about, give me the, I will take the mercy rule the mercy over rule. that every time. Well, hopefully we wouldn't have to worry about extra innings because right now the way people are hitting home runs anyway, we'd be getting these games done so quickly. When let's talk about more home runs at number one. Coming in at number one. Hey, Eric, I don't know if you've heard this, but the ball is really flying out. It is? It is. Uh, I love, uh, it's funny, like, Michael say that all the time. I feel like I should be getting bored with him saying that, but every time it gets funnier and funnier. I love it. So, uh, yeah, plenty of home runs this year. And you and I kind of debated offline about this. So I saw this was a topic, and I figured, why not bring it on for a quick little back and forth here? I'm just going to say I told you before, I am okay with this. I am I love the home runs. I love the game the way it is. Yes, there's a little bit more offense right now. But if right now so many people are looking at Major League Baseball as a whole and looking at all the numbers as a whole and going, oh my God, it's so many home runs that we've had before. But if you sit down and take a single game and watch a single game, I've watched so many games right now that did not involve a plethora of home runs that yes there's one here or there but that's that's been baseball home runs are hit so yes i'm gonna there are those games that have randomly eight home runs and those can be fun to watch like when the ball is flying out but if you look at game by game basis they're not all ridiculous home run games you still have your one nothing games you still have your three two games where they're actually trying to push runners across you know what everyone says the old-fashioned way by moving runners across in the latter innings as opposed to trying to just hit that home run we still see that going on it's just yes when you take a step back and you fly it 30,000 feet yes you look down and you see holy crap there's been almost 6,000 home runs that's insane it is insane and I am not a huge fan um 
finally it's kind of come about and accepted that okay they changed the ball a little bit it's maybe helping some stuff uh, what i miss is i mean right now i look at lineups and you know they're built around home run power that is the main driver for most lineups um it's not to say that it's it's everybody but i mean when you have your i mean even the one hitter now but like two through six are all power hitters where it used to be, you know, maybe the four or five guy and the six had some pop. The three was more of a contact hitter and stuff. And I'm not saying that you need to go all the way back to old school baseball where it's, it's very stereotypical lead off two hole, all that kind of stuff. Like more power is going to happen. Guys are stronger. Guys are bigger. It's, it's all good. But when you're waiting on that home run all the time, that's where you end up with the shift and you end up with, you know, a lack of triples, which I personally think is that's my favorite hit in the game. And they're hard enough as it is just generally with a regular ball. But I mean, when you have, you know, outfields with five guys in them, when Joey Gallo is batting, it's a like, come on. It's just it's to me it's it's no fun. I, I prefer the station to station. I'd rather see an inning where they they you know bat around the lineup and you've got you know two doubles, three singles, and a couple of walks. But but my argument we do see that like you're looking again you're looking at this from far away as a whole like watch a just watch a single baseball game and tell me what you see like you don't you see that stuff going on here and there yes you're going to have a game that doesn't fall into that category but. You, you could make the argument the other way, though, too. I'm going to look. Pardon my mouse clicking, folks. I'm, I'm going to look something up. It's okay. You're mouse clicking my cricketing over here. It's I'm, okay. I'm just going to – I'm curious now as to – where are we? Eh, regular season stats. I want to see how – What are we looking I'm, up? I'm, I'm just curious as to how many 20 home run guys – we 20-plus home run guys we have right now. Why you, why you look that up? I was going to – touch on that too you're saying like two through six is all power hitters or is it two through six features some hitters who are just hitting a couple extra home runs than they used to uh, would you still consider them power hitters well like, i mean they, I they mean, have to be i mean unless we've moved the threshold you got to be a 30 home run hitter now to be a power hitter i mean i've got 50 guys that are at and that's just the first page on MLB.com stats. There's 50 guys listed that are 29 home runs plus. And then the next page, another 50 that uh, goes down to 21. And then it takes me to the next page with another maybe 15 or so entries to, to 20. And then you've got a bunch of guys at 17, 18, 19 that are reasonably probably going to get to that 20. Uh, not all of these guys, but you know, a handful of them are going to get to 20. So you're looking at 125 players that have 20 plus home runs. I mean, that's that's absurd. But is it? Yeah. I mean, think about stre- stretch a 162 game season for somebody to hit 20 home runs in a season. That's, it's you're you're looking at it again from too far away. I think you're adding them all up together. If you look at one player and say he had 20 home runs that season. Are you really that impressed? Depends on the name. That's the thing. Like uh, you're seeing all uh, these guys who are like, "Who the heck are you? And where did you come but, from?" Or you're, you know, some journey. All of a sudden, like, where the heck is is Scooter Jeanette getting all of this power all of a sudden after a very lackluster career? Where is that coming from? I don't know. I, I we're gonna have to agree to disagree on this one. But I mean, you're talking about people hitting four home runs a month. <laughs> 
four home runs a month, and, and you're considering them power hitters. Well, I mean, if you look at by the standards of the game, 20 home runs used to be like a meaningful accomplishment. Now it's just it's nothing because everybody does it. Well, but it's just the game. I think we just need to accept it. Like it, the game itself hasn't changed that much. I feel like you watch a baseball game, it still has the what you used to see in baseball. It's just yes, there's a little bit more power here and there, but it's not it's not affecting it that much. I feel like from game to game. Now I know we could go on forever with this, so I'll let you have the last word. Let's just say my preference. I'm gonna Bill O'Reilly. My that my <laughs> preference would be to see more guys hitting. 320 to 350 like good solid contact hitters putting the ball in play high batting averages and a few less 20 home run guys if we could just you know carve that down a little bit more balls in play because to me what goes along with the home runs on the back end of that is the it's the three true outcome stuff which we've talked about before and you know that i'm not a fan of with that goes the extreme amount of strikeouts and the exceptional amount of walks Right. And I'd rather see the ball in play. I want to see guys play defense. I don't like the fact that you can hide two or three guys on your field that are below average defenders because you're just going to club the heck out of the ball. Like I'd rather see, you know, I want more Omar Vizquel's in my life. I want to see people like that play. I love watching Javi Baez play defense. Uh, you know, I mean, he's on the list of people that I mean, he won't hit 30 home runs now because he's injured, but at 29, um, you know, he can play both sides of the ball. But I, I want to see more slick defense. And as you slot guys in that are power hitters into these defensive positions, it just becomes like, eh, well, it doesn't really matter. All right. Well, I'm going to end this topic by saying you're a, you're a bit of a hypocrite here because, well, hold on. Let's just speed on out. <laughs> I feel the need, the need for speed. We're going to speed on out like we do every week, and we're going to speed on out with the fact that somebody here hit 306 home runs this year in fantasy baseball, set a new JLB record. His name's Eric Carlson. How much, do you, how much do you hate the home run? Because right now you're in the JLB World Series, my friend. I will, I will say that the reason that I am in the JLB <laughs> World Series is not so much home runs, but because the last round, it came down to it, and my opponent didn't walk. <laughs> he needed two walks on Sunday Night Baseball and couldn't get the two walks. One of those players being walks. Cody Bellinger. Yeah, so now you're in the JLB World Series. It's a two-week World Series, so maybe we might see another podcast, but most likely we'll be talking about your great victory. Uh, then we're going to have to figure out, how the heck am I going to ship you a trophy? Here's a trophy? Yeah. Yeah, I know. It's pretty – and it's it's pretty big too. Like I don't even know how I'm going to get it to Canada. Like, How, how does that work? You're just going to have to take it somewhere and get a really like good picture of it for me. Yeah, so I, I feel like I'm just going to have to Photoshop you in with the trophy and just say you've, you've seen it. I'm uh, That works. <laughs> you know, maybe I'll, I'll give you a nice Mike Fires beard to go with it. Oh, man. I, that's a little advanced for my level of beardiness. Uh, it's not advanced for my level of Photoshopness, so I'd be able to handle it. This is very true. I did like it on uh, Jim. Yeah, it looked good. I actually, I like Farron's was more difficult because, like, for Jim, I had to add a beard on that Photoshop. 
for Mike, I had to erase a beard. So I, I was I was adding skin to his face. That's kind of a weird thing to do. <laughs> that just sounds really odd. Okay, there, heading into Halloween, adding skin to Mike's face. Uh, you know, that, that's that's the way. The other the other great thing is uh, out of that. I don't know if you heard this conversation, but I added the Jim's wiki page. Uh, did you hear that conversation the other day? No, you've added something now, new to he, it. He, uh, well, because he got in, he's in the Dalton hall of fame uh, he was uh he was inducted and he was there so i added that to his wiki page and so he went on this little thing he's like i don't even know how jim has jimmy has access to this like he's got some kind of special access to wiki uh, you don't understand how wikipedia yeah, works yeah uh, <laughs> like who's who's gonna tell jim duquette that wikipedia is just you sign up with an email and you can change stuff like easily I, Maybe I did if he yeah. listens to this, but I, I most. I feel like Jim Bowden should probably tell him that, isn't he? Like you know, big into the yeah. social media and a little savvy that way. Uh, I don't know. I kind of like the idea that he thinks I have some kind of great power, like the inside access to Wiki. I I support that. Let's just keep that alive. Maybe we should make a Wiki page for uh, Jargon and Help. You know, that might be pretty cool. <laughs> we could do that. Then he'd really think we're gods. But nevertheless, we don't have that yet. We do have a Facebook page. You can check us out there. You can follow us at Jimmy's Jargon and Hubs PhD. And then subscribe to us on iTunes to get all the latest episodes. We'll be back, I guess, two weeks. What do you say? Two weeks we do another one? Yeah, sounds good to me. All right, then, everybody. We'll see you then. Take care, everybody. 